Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Plus 44 podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This is the Plus 44 podcast. I'm ZZ Mills. Yeah, what's that about? Yeah, what's that all about? I'm Sideman. Music. Culture. UK. This is Plus 44 from Amazon Music. Welcome to the Plus 44 podcast from Amazon Music with me, ZZ Mills. And me, Sideman. Each week, we'll be going over the hottest topics, trends, and newest releases on the Plus 44 playlist. Yes, that's right. And today, I'm going to be speaking to Mr. Heady One a little later on. But before I get into the convo with him, how have you been, ZZ? You know what? I've been knowing okay. That, really? Have you? Been all right, yeah. That's good. Knowing that people want to tear down influencers the way that they do, they want to shut us down. I don't class myself an influencer. Don't you? No. It's a part of what we do. This is not me looking down on influencers. It's just, actually, I feel like influencers put a lot of work into the content they create, mm-hmm. the editing, etc., etc. And I wouldn't necessarily class myself as that. Nah, not every influencer puts effort into the content that they you know? create. Some people just... Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan... You can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state take pictures and post them but anyway to give context to what we're talking about people obviously instagram facebook and whatsapp shut down um recently for a good couple of hours couple i watched six episodes of squid game in that time (laughs) no i'm being serious i did jeez like and, and i saw people shut down Everybody ran to Twitter and Twitter was like, oh, so you're back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I thought I was too toxic. I thought that it was too wild over here. I actually enjoyed that time down because mm-hmm. I actually watched stuff. I wasn't like on my phone. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was on Twitter a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, I wasn't, I don't know. I don't know why people was literally gloating. They yeah. were gloating at the thought of people not being able to have a career, not to have money. Yes. And I just think it's weird because literally in the last two years, so many people have lost their jobs if anything Mm -hmm. the last two years have taught us that regardless if you work for a company yourself Mm -hmm. whatever anyone can get it Mm -hmm. anyone can fall into a place Mm -hmm. of like oh damn i don't have no um i don't have a job i just think it's so weird i think the mentality it's hate and jealousy i don't some things you call critique some things you call just commentary if you are there sitting there saying laughing or gloating about somebody not having their job anymore Weird. that is hate or saying that influencing is not a real job 100%. who decides what real jobs are if you do something and you are you are compensated for it you are working you have a job exactly it's as simple as that like and I, I and, and then people talking about what are they influencing or what's their purpose do I go to Tesco and ask the the person at the cashier what's your purpose I know because, or what you're affecting in the world or and some people they don't know that they they don't even know what the companies that they work for do how they like let's say you work for a company that sells clothes you don't know that they got people in sweatshirts exactly like, like so relax yeah, like yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. nobody's job is that morally exactly. like if you if you are working in a first world country more time you're working for a company that is a part of systemic oppression for black people for years and white supremacy so relax everyone just yeah everybody I, I, I think it's so weird isn't it and then i saw people in the comments the shade bar is saying oh but they say that we're broke people that have regular jobs and i'm like 
when when did this happen yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, the only time the only time i'm willing to tell somebody that they're broke is when they at me do you get what I'm saying? if you act me disrespectfully right saying look at him uh, uh, could never be me on the internet talking about people for money and I'm like, well, you're you only here talking about people for free. You're talking about me. You're talking for about free. me for free. Exactly. So that's the only single time I mention. So he's just like, and, and and me talking about how much money I've got is not me calling you broke. You're hearing something that I'm not saying. Or you're just triggered. Yeah. Or you, or you're hate. I didn't, but I didn't realize the hate was that strong. No, because I feel like a lot of people, not that they want, they wish they were influencers. That's not what I think. But I think a lot of people, um, wish they could have maybe and this is the thing mm-hmm. the luxury mm-hmm. that influencers supposedly have mm-hmm. and i say supposedly because there are actually a lot of influencers that are nothing's actually really happening for them they, there's a lot of influencers that are making regular wages 100 percent because of the perception that people put out on social media people yeah. believe that oh my god they got this flexibility mm-hmm. they're not working this is their life they get to go on holiday no but if you but, no but a lot a lot of influence okay even if i class myself as an influencer i've only in the last year been able to do this full time mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. in the last year mm-hmm. i've been doing i've been doing zz more show for about four years now mm-hmm. and i've only in the last year been able to be like okay i don't need to have my nine to five job mm-hmm. alongside mm-hmm. this so mm-hmm. my whole point is i get like there's a i think there's an element of like jealousy um i don't know what it is resentment because, i think it's a feeling of unfairness yeah that's what i'm saying so that yeah. feeling of like how comes you get to just do what you want to do mm-hmm. but what i'm saying is a lot of influencers don't actually they've got normal mm-hmm. jobs as well they're mm-hmm. doing it they're juggling it so that's why i'm always talking about or they reap the, the fruits of having to juggle later on because let's say for instance you're not an influencer you go work and you go home and then you were going work and then going home then working again yeah yeah you yeah, get what yeah, i'm saying yeah, on yeah. top of that and now you're reaping the, the true, fruit true, of true. doing yeah, yeah. jobs. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I remember that I remember being at Landis from eight to eight. Yeah, yeah. Eight AM yeah. to eight PM. And whilst I'm at the store, I'm editing videos, trying to film videos on my break. Yeah, yeah. Filming yeah. videos after. And now I'm reaping the benefits of working twice. <laughs> Do that's, you know what I'm saying? That's so it's so mad that you said because I was literally talking to my friend um last night. Mm. And um he said Okay. <laughs> I see what we're doing. <laughs> I'm surprised you two had time to talk. <laughs> we always talk. <laughs> After. There's pillow After talk. During, before. <laughs> <laughs> so he was talking and I was like, oh, it's just so weird. Like, da, 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 just mm-hmm. talking about my journey and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he kept basically said what you said. He, I was like, because it just feels like everything's happening fast. And mm-hmm. he's like, not really. Mm-hmm. Like, You've been doing, you've been grinding for yeah. how many years? Not even mentioned easy Mills, but before that, when mm. you was doing Headscarf Diaries, then mm. before that, mm. when you was doing your acting and that mm. wasn't working out, and mm. then you mm. was there and you went mm. to LA for six months. And mm. then, so he was like, it's not actually happening yeah, fast. Yeah, it's actually yeah. taking time and you, yeah. whatever. So it is, you are reaping the benefits. But um, I just think it's just a weird, just this weird thing online where everyone pretends. I, I tweeted, I said, everyone, uh, most times people that hashtag be kind, they're not, they're not even kind. You're yeah. not kind yourself. Like everyone that hashtags be kind, but you're so quick to like the moment someone falls or you think someone's about to mm-hmm. fall that you might not like. You're so happy to see that happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's why I don't write hashtag be kind because I'm not a kind person. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I'm kind, but I'm not. I just can't, like, I like, can't fathom being happy or glowing or getting joke of somebody not making money to feed their family no more i i don't i get know it. it's I don't so get, weird that ain't done nothing to you personally 
that might have just said a couple of views that you don't like. I know. That's madness to me. But yeah, shout out to shout out to the people that want to see us see our demise, <laughs> see our ending. Music Culture UK. This is Plus 44 from Amazon Music. The Met Police have been um, you know, championing the protection of women with some great advice. They've um they've asked women to run if they feel scared of police officers. This is obviously great advice for black women also. I just think that the whole thing is a mess. And I think it's um, difficult for us sometimes as black people when we know we've been having these conversations about the police are not necessarily always for us or for the community. And when I say community, I don't mean black or white. I just Mm -hmm. mean the community as people. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they're not really for um, us and, you know, they abuse their power. We've been screaming this from the rooftop and it's kind of like a bittersweet moment because it's it shouldn't have taken somebody's child to have been killed, raped, whatever happened to that poor lady for everyone to now wake up about the police. Mm -hmm. And that's what I just think in the world in in general, actually, again, it's the same thing. It shouldn't have taken a George George Floyd Floyd, to die for the world to realise that, you know, the police are abusing their power or for the world Mm -hmm. to realise that black people are being treated unfairly in the workplace, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know. So all these big things that need to happen for people to wake up is to me is, is is what the sad part is about it. I think they gave out some other advice as well, which was that women, um, they said they've been told to carry their keys in our hand, learn self-defense, not drink too much, walk in pairs, not go out late at night. Yeah, so they've said that women basically should do all of those things mm-hmm. to protect themselves. And I know I've seen people on social media saying, why is all the focus on women? Uh, the onus needs to be on men, etc., etc." And I get all of that. However, I do feel like an element of that is not realistic mm-hmm. and that I honestly believe that this route that we're going down of this thing of, yes, in an ideal world, us as women should be safe. But I'm not being funny. All those things that I've just read out, those are all the things that my mother told me from a very young age. Don't go out unless you can't afford to get home in a cab or you don't know who's coming to home with you. If someone's dropping you home, don't go out if you don't have money. Don't, when you go out, cover your drink. Like, go, make sure you've got you've got your P's and Q's. All of these things is stuff that my mother told me to protect myself growing up, mm-hmm. okay? To keep myself safe. And why? Because my mum knows that there's shit people in the world. Now, it's not a nice thing that there's shit people in the world, but I will tell you something. My children, my, if I have children that are girls i will be installing all of those things into them from a very young age because the world is a crap place and the only person you can vouch for the only person that you can protect is yourself i cannot put my my well-being in the hope that men are are gonna act right i can't do that Mm -hmm. because that's not realistic Mm -hmm. so I will do everything I can do in my power that means not walking the street late at night that means not be yeah not being too drunk not like yeah unfortunately that's what you you just you have to do I would say which is what I've always said that both needs to be said you need to you need to you know educate women on the dangers out there and ways in which they can you know mitigate those dangers but also you need to explain to men everybody I posted something on my story the other day, ways to avoid a sexual assault, but it was all advice to men. It was, if you get in a car with a girl, don't rape her. Like, and it was just stuff like that. Right, right, right. You get what I'm saying? Like, and that conversation needs to happen more because to be honest, when in history has that conversation really started happening until recently and, and predominantly by women. So predominantly women, you know, you don't have the Me Too movement and stuff like that. Women have been making more noise about the way that men treat women, right? 
which is obviously going to, of course, going to have to make men confront themselves about their behaviors. You'll get a few that will and then many that won't. But the more men start talk about, the more it becomes a problem for people like police. Because I'm realizing now, I heard Boris Johnson addressing this the other day. He, he sounds absolutely uneducated on the topic, like poorly educated. And I can't be, I cannot believe that a prime minister could be that poorly educated on the subject of misogyny and gender politics. Like it's, it's really like the system itself is clearly from the top down, from Boris's responses, from the Met Police's advice, clearly uneducated on this topic no i hear what you're saying but i feel like the only thing the reason why i just don't have no hope in like humanity if i'm mm. being honest with you when it comes to relying on men mm-hmm. acting right for my own safety yeah. is because you're dealing with biology sometimes as well mm-hmm. you're dealing with the fact that there's this person is actually unstable or mm-hmm. mentally or there's a chemical imbalance so that's why they're a bloody like nut job are, yeah. yeah so it's like how and this is a lot of people in the world mm-hmm. or you're dealing with people that are just sadistic or you're dealing with people yeah. that are weird and yeah. they've just had these weird like yeah. they're just so you i can't can, put your trust i can't in, put my yeah. trust in me hoping that all of a sudden mm-hmm. men are gonna start i don't think it's right. about i don't think it's about you hoping that as a woman no I but that's think what it's about, the vibe i, I it's get is this whole thing yeah. of well why are we talking to women no like i i agree it should be both i don't mm-hmm. think it should be we shouldn't be talking to we should only be talking to men we shouldn't be talking to women why is it all on women it should be okay we have this conversation with men but mm. I'm also going to have this conversation with women to say yeah. yes unfortunately yeah. they're just it's just like there's um, no way I wouldn't yeah, tell my daughter unfortunately, to it's gonna herself. it's gonna rain tomorrow yeah. so you're gonna take the umbrella out do you yeah, get yeah. what I mean there's yeah, nothing yeah. you can do about it. it's gonna rain but mm. you the only thing you can do is take an umbrella out if you or wear the right thing to to try and protect yourself so all those things that I just think they are is my I don't agree yeah, with I that. would never send my daughter out late night with the headphones on saying like listen you as a woman should be able to do but, this in this the, world but but this is what I feel yeah. like is that's the road that we're going down now yeah. of like we're telling young girls and I get people think that they're protecting them but if anything I actually think we're doing more harm by continuously ramming down their throat oh, you should be able to do this and you should, no, I you think should. They should not, I think they no, should know what they should be able to do. You should, but but you're, they're saying you should be able to do this with no, with they're not no telling caveat. them, oh, but this is not reality. So you, sh- this is what you need to do to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, you should be able to walk down the street um, with whatever you want, with mm-hmm. no repercussions or no nothing happening to you. Of course, of course, of course, of course, I'm not saying that. But we're not doing the other thing and saying, but because mm-hmm. at the moment there's fucked up people in the world, mm-hmm. this is what you need to do to re- protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't go back to that guy's house that you don't know late at night. It doesn't, you, know, you don't know him. Mm-hmm. So don't go there. Don't, you know, walk down this street. You should be able to, but it's dark. You don't know who's there. Like, you know, mm-hmm. all these things, you have to tell these young girls so that they can keep try to keep themselves safe because there's horrible people out there. I agree. All I have to do is think about what I would tell my daughter, but I just know what I would tell my son as well and I think it's just that's all it has to be I'm telling my son to watch out for women predators as well because I I know a lot of men that are the way they are right now because they had sex with a teacher in school and don't realise that they were abused like I know a lot of men that were abused or back back home I've known a lot of guys that are back back home they say they go back home Mm -hmm. and the whoever who's working in the house takes Mm -hmm. advantage of oh yeah Mm -hmm. I had sex when I was 10 and I'm Mm -hmm. like what do you mean you had sex when you were 10 and he was just you were abused or even like you see some I've seen who was I saw a rapper the other day he's like yeah man I had sex when I was like 13 yeah I mean I love that shit and Mm -hmm. you're just like no you didn't you you think you love that but you've actually you were abused like 
and what the hell? And they think it's they think it's, they think years, it's yeah. normal. You know, it says educate your do- it says protect your daughter, educate your son, and they've crossed out the protect your daughter, educate, your, and then it's about yeah. educate your son. Yeah. I, it can't be one or it's the not, other. It has not, to be it's both. Not, it's not logical. It's not feasible in the world that we currently live in. You have to accept the world for what it currently is. And what it currently is, you need to cover all bases. I'm protecting my son and my daughter. I'm educating my son and my daughter. Everybody's getting everything. Everyone is getting every hundred percent, definitely. Yeah, because hurt people hurt people. And you could you could be like they're like not educating your son or not protecting your son. Then something happens to your son, and then he then makes something happen to other people Mm -hmm. in the chain. Mm -hmm. I don't want that kind of chain in my life. I've talked to so many women that have had some form of horrible sexual experience, and it's like. It's like some dark rite of passage in this world that we live in. And I don't like that. I don't like that that's the case. When I have children, I would make my best effort to try to make sure that my kids never have to experience what it seems so many women have had to experience. And obviously you can't, the the only thing you can do is the best you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't watch them 24-7. I'll try though. I'll try. I'm going to put a Ringo on my I, could, I know you will. I was literally just about to say that. That's what they would do. They would have like cameras every single way in every yeah, room. His Ringo child will have like a, like a, just attached to his, yeah. like. Yeah, because I don't have a, I don't have a, what do you call it? I don't have a lackadaisical attitude towards um, prevention. Like some people, they don't prevent things properly. They have like a, a well, chill vibe. Just like, well, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that might happen to you. Me, I'm like checking bases and stuff like that and rare to like, yeah. Music culture UK. This is plus four four from Amazon Music. So Black History Month, obviously we're we're neck deep in Black History Month. We are in we're, the black. We're in the black bag month. We're in it. Yeah, yeah. We're raking I up see, black, black but bag. But all the black creatives out there, well, some, well, this is a conversation that in goes the UK, on in, of course. What? Obviously, this is an oh, international yeah, podcast. So for our fans in Switzerland, just letting you know that obviously <laughs> 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 this is a UK um, Black History Month. Um, what's your thoughts on Black History Month? How do you feel about it? Is it good? Is it bad? I think it's needed. Mm-hmm. I think why not have a month to celebrate or whatever? Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, we great people. We should. I hate when people say it's Black History Month every month. Only reason why I say that is because you don't go hard all 12 months. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's impossible to go hard on any one topic all 12 of the months. So you're saying you've, we've set a month aside to have like a, a honed focus on a particular topic. Don't say it's Black History Month every month unless every month you go as hard as yeah, yeah, October. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I don't see you literally posting up, if you don't post a different Black um, leader or influential person for every 365 days of the year, are you it's not, really? It's not Black History Are you month really writing for us? Are you really, really from the end? Are you really, really from the end? <laughs> I saw the um, some white people on the Twitter. Yeah. Saying that a Black History Month is racist. Obviously, we get that every yeah. year. I it's think they racist. should have White History Month. It's White History every month. No, I know. I think they should have a White History Month, and I think it should come just before Black History Month. Go and explain. Why would we not want a White History Month? Explain the logic in oh this. Oh my! Listen, White History Month would be fantastic. Yeah, but l- what would they teach? The British Empire, how they took over countries, how they enslaved, how they conquered, how they warred. How they pillaged, where the diamonds come from. Let's talk about Winston Churchill <laughs> and all the wonderful and horrific things that he did and said. White History Month is a great idea. White people history in this country is according to white people. It's literally like somebody writing their own superhero well, story. Yeah, true. Le- I would love. So would black proper- people teach it? I would love it if we talk black- white history month. You know we're gonna come with 
facts. We ain't gonna sugar, and we, we don't need to like sugarcoat or add sauce. We can <laughs> literally just say what happened. Let's talk about white history. You know what made me think about white history? What? Obviously, I'm an immigrant. I had to take the life in the UK right, okay. test. I can't believe they want us to know that before we come here. The what stuff is it? The stuff, the stuff that's in there. All the pillaging, all the. When I think about the British Empire, I didn't realize what empire really meant until I did the life in the UK test. So and realized, now that you know that, would you take an MBE? Like, no, you know, I don't think I would. Now I don't that you think know I that, I don't think I would. Because that is you're you're joining the empire, right? They yeah. say now you are a part of the empire. Yeah. You're this, this, the this, empire's that. crazy, bro. They had the earth in a lock. <laughs> the only reason why America is America is because they tried to tax themselves. Remember the British that went to America, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and then they tried to give them a tax that like, you have to pay us tax. And the British over in America was like, no. And that's how America came to be America. Like when I say the empire is no joke, how long they the used test to have for? the test. It's, yeah. The test is like half an hour, but I did it like five minutes because I proper studied for it. Like I super duper studied for it. But when I say I never realized how many countries they own, like how can you own countries that far away from you? You can't just be owning India. India, like, I can't, it's madness to me. It's madness to me. So yes, let's teach it. Why not? I don't mind Black History Month. I know also there was a lot of discussion on Twitter the other day about black creatives that are asked to do stuff during Black History Month yeah. and not being given yes. the right fee. Yes. No Organisations, no yeah, come in. They're even trying it. They even, I've had a couple of companies even try it with me. And I'm like, have manners. Well, they're rude. <laughs> what do you think? They're so is? rude. I've had, I had an agency do that once and it was for... Um, the NHS mm-hmm. and I'm like I know the NHS gave you money mm-hmm. they definitely gave you money mm-hmm. so why are you coming to me now mm-hmm. talking about yeah, yeah. It's come black, to history us. Yeah, yeah, black history month really run the bread listen people out there black people we're simple folk give us the money and the right money as well yeah. run us the bread we don't want to hear your soliloquies your monologues your apologies because it'll be really great for you yeah, yeah. as it, it's really maximum exposure run the bread <laughs> The exposure is going to be amazing because it's like bread. two million followers. Like you couldn't, they spend too many paragraphs explaining the emotional parts of their cause and what it means. And we really think this would be, how much is it? Right. Put that at the top. Then the paragraph, I don't want to have to read through your long paragraph, then see 200 pound at the end. It should be and have the to decline bar. the email. Yeah, yeah. Run the money at the top and then give us the little soliloquy because I promise you, the money ain't right at the top. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. 
Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Your paragraph ain't getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, no, not. Sometimes you might see something that's good for the cause and you're like, you know It'd what, I'm going to do it. It'd have to be by black people? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, it would good have point. to be yeah, by yeah, black yeah, people. Yeah. It couldn't be by some big yeah. old company Never. telling me, Never. yeah, that's true. Because then it's intrinsically wrong. It doesn't even matter how good their cause now is. Now you're exploiting us. Yeah, yeah it Like it make. basically, you wear slaves again. Yeah, yeah. literally. On Black History Month. They literally try to slaves Imagine on Black on bla- <laughs> Slaves on Black History <laughs> Have you, have you heard about how on the border in America, yeah, the, the police officers or whatever you call them have been on horses whipping people yes, at the thingy. Mad. And then the government's response to sorting it out was that they were going to make sure that the horses are gone. <laughs> it's madness! <laughs> Nothing of the whips or the people using the whips. They're going to make sure that the horses are sorted out. No longer will they be whipped on horseback. They will be whipped on foot. Like the thing, listen, man. I spent this first half of my life believing in the government as <laughs> the people with the most sense. <laughs> These brothers are dumb. <laughs> of course they are. Yeah. Stream the Plus 4-4 playlist on Amazon Music. Right, what else is happening? NHS England is going to offer breakthrough treatment for sickle cell disease. That deserves a hearty hand clap. Finally. Man. Yeah, man. We, I think that now, um, sickle cell... You have the trait, do you know? No, I don't. My parents used to always talk to me back in the day, you know. You know, if you're going to get with somebody, you need to check if you've got the trait and they've got the yeah. trait. And, or if whatever and stuff like that. And I used to never listen to it until I had a friend that actually had sickle cell and then realised how much it could... Re- like, if you actually don't check the trait, you, it's almost like you don't care about your youth. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because if yeah, you have yeah. a youth with sickle cell, you're actually almost damning them yeah, to yeah, a yeah. lot of pain. I had um, two people on my show to talk about it and... They was like, the girl, mm-hmm. she's got a daughter mm-hmm. and she's got sickle cell. And the doctors told her that her life expectancy was like three years or something oh like God. that. Imagine like you'd been oh told what your daughter's life expectancy Crazy. is. And she's just, there was um, um another guy on there who, who also has sickle cell. And they was explaining like how it feels mm-hmm. and just how it also when they go to the hospital, how unseriously they're taken. Yeah. Like he'll go to the hospital and he'll be in pain. Mm-hmm. Like he said, it feels like a, like a truck is on your body. Mm-hmm. Like your bones are horrible. Mm-hmm. Like he can't move mm-hmm. and they just don't care. Like they'll be, he'll be sitting there like for hours mm-hmm. and hours, five hours, like in excruciating mm-hmm. pain, can't move. They're mm-hmm. just walking past him, nothing. Cause mm-hmm. they don't understand. And then even with the the lady, her mm. daughter, they have to inject, have to find a vein. Mm-hmm. And they injected her, I think it was like 25 times oh or something ridiculous God. to try and find this vein. Mm. Her, like a little baby, basically toddler. Oh and she said that the only thing her parents told her really was like, just make sure you don't get with no one with sick cell. Mm. Like they didn't tell her the actual, yeah, it, the, it, what yeah. happens and whatever. Yeah, so you, awful, yeah. I've, heard, I've heard it described. And it don't sound like nothing you want to be a 100%. part of. 100%. Like I, I had a guy say to, was explaining to me psychologically how it affects you. He's like, imagine you're a man, you grew up in the hood or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And you really know you can't be about it because now as a man, you know, your body is weaker. Yeah. yeah, any, yeah. At any point you could have an attack and your whole body, you know, the rapper Prodigy back in the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had sickle cell as well. He was explaining to me psychologically as a man, how it affected him not feeling strong and able-bodied. Do you get what I'm saying? Not f- feeling like if somebody tried something on him right now, he just don't have strength like that. Like I even had a friend here, yeah, me and him was having like 
we had like a competition to see who could um, see if he could lift 100 kg. Um, and we was going gym. He's got sickle cell, but not like wildly. But you had to stop. You had to stop because the thing he, 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 it started to really affect his bones and stuff like that. So I really hope that this miracle treatment is the miracle treatment that they're saying it is. I want sickle cell abolished. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see it no more. Or, or be a lot more manageable. Yeah. Do you get or, what I mean? And, and more awareness. Yeah, 100%. Because well. even black people don't know about sickle cell. Oh, yeah, it's not something that we talk about. Mm-hmm. It's not something that we talk about. It's kind of like people that don't know. Sickle cell disease is a serious and lifelong health condition causing severe pain and organ failure often requiring hospital admissions. It's not something I would wish on anybody and, and to those that are going through it, man, our hearts are with you, man, because you're dealing with rough pain, especially if you're dealing with that from young, like everybody's mm. at school just yeah, playing yeah, about yeah, and yeah. Rest, yeah. blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. And then you can just get an attack at any moment. You're out of school for a week and stuff like that. Especially temperatures affect them a lot as well. If it gets too cold, yeah. body shut down and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. So I really hope that this miracle treatment and hospitals should be made more aware of it and you shouldn't be walking into a hospital and telling somebody you've got a sickle cell and then they're not treating you with the utmost yeah. care because they should understand this is something that's very very serious and we still need to give blood as black people people sure. that need it can can get it obviously sickle cell affects black people more than anybody else like it predominantly affects us music culture uk this is plus four four from amazon music, music. heady one and tian wayne have been going back and forth um, I think Tian had some disparaging things to say about um, Hedy's mixtape. And then Hedy was making the point that, you know, this is a mixtape. This is your debut. Because obviously Hedy's debut album did, yeah, and did 14,000 um, sales. But then Tian, this is his um, debut and it's done 5,900. But Tian's comparing his debut to his to oh right okay. after having been years in the game all of that kind of stuff all of that showboating obviously we know well documented these guys have a problem with each other Heady One and Tian Wayne are two UK rappers I'm gonna say this I really I really don't see good any good from this I just want it to stop I, I if I could literally just there's nothing you can say to them but this could easily not end well and why you're I thought that I saw like because um, I follow Tion he put something cut. You know when they do like ask me Someone questions. Someone asked him if he liked Princess Cuts the song and he said, yeah, but it's still on site though. I saw something else before where mm. he was just like, I ain't got no beef with anyone. I don't care anymore. Like I'm just doing my thing. Mm. Like, do you get what I mean? And I think that maybe they were kind of just like, we don't like each other. It mm. is what it is. Mm-hmm. We're both doing well mm-hmm. and we've got both got a lot to lose. So mm-hmm. we're never going to like mm-hmm. be that stupid. But I think now with the thing that happened with RV, I think it's kind of, you know, yeah. sparks everything it, again. It's dangerous because they're both too big. If you've noticed for the last couple of years, industry events are split by who's going. Yep. If Heady One's going, you know, Tian wasn't invited. If Tian's going, you know, Heady wasn't invited. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 like yeah. the second I saw Tian at GRM Awards, I knew Heady weren't there. You yeah, get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. But in, in, in this industry, it's going to be possible that they're going to run into each other. And it's just like, yo, you man really have an opportunity at this point to not let this affect your life. It can all change in one Yeah, but and also what you have to, like egos get involved and you have to remember you're dealing with egos, you're dealing with ex-roadman, so the egos are even more inflated. Yeah, and their history. They, and they're, they're, probably, just, they're probably histories of beef we don't understand. Of course, I don't know. yeah, of but course, But here's definitely. what I'm saying. There's life and then there's death. Mm-hmm. My point's always as simple as that. There's life and then there's death or there's prison. Or the, imagine, imagine being a millionaire Tasting think the, str- the, the sweet freedom 
of success, can fly out to any country that you want, can buy your mama a house, can buy your sister a house, can buy everybody a house. You can drop your friend a deposit and say, oh, 25K, yo, bro, go go sort your deposit, bro, bro. Move out the ends, go move to a Birmingham or something like that. You get what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, gone in an instant. Well, so what do you think about Shade Barra posting the RV thing? I didn't like that at all, I'm not going to lie. Don't stoke the fires of something that's already hot. But the thing is, my thing is with that, I agree with, I agree with what you're saying. Let me play devil's advocate now. <clears throat> if it was someone else, like say if it was someone only raised Essex law and mm. there was a fight and whatever, mm. and it was up on Shade Barra, none of us would care. Mm. Like none of us would be like, oh, you're stoking the fire. Da, 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 da. But because it's of the who it is and we feel like we're connected to them and we know like they're reachable, whatever. Now everyone's like, oh, you're stoking the fire. You're stoking the fire. You shouldn't put it up. You shouldn't put it up. But at the end of the day, we don't know what them only way Essex guys are involved with or how, what's stoking the fire they're doing or et cetera, et cetera. So why is it that one minute it's okay for Shade Barra to post someone getting beaten up or whatever, but then the next minute, depending on if we like them or not, or if they're too connected or what, everyone's like, oh no, this is, this is disgusting. Why are you putting it up? Well, I don't think a mainstream blog page should ever post a video of somebody on the floor or beaten up or getting beat up. I don't think any reputable but TMZ would, and they're very reputable. Whether we people like them or not, they, they break news and everyone's people are still going to go to them. People even go to them for their for to do an exclusive. So at the end of the day, it's just like okay, they're technically. If you could, you, if you couldn't see, my, obviously, my facial reaction there, people, that's because I responded with being flabbergasted because I had no response. <laughs> Because TMZ does do that. They do. Yeah. They but will T- do but that. But then TMZ's TMZ. And, T- TMZ and does I'm not have being... a certain Yeah, but that's image. what... But, so, but let's be honest, Shade Barrow would fit into that bracket of TMZ. I thought... I didn't think that's what they were missioned. Of course. Mission well, was. like, would they not... They're not necessarily writing up journalistic things, are they? Like, mm-hmm. it's a gossip page, mm-hmm. a gossip site. It's like a tabloid, basically. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why would they not post mm-hmm. it up? But that's what I'm saying. Everyone wants to pick and choose when they want to have this moral compass. Now, like, oh, you shouldn't be posting this up. But... Yesterday, you happily watch you two girls fighting mm-hmm. on on this same page. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So don't now pick and choose when your moral high ground is. Like, it's only because you're because you might know Tion or you might know. Oh, no, I, no, 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 I'm not talking about you. I'm talking, about, yeah, you. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about people because you're not the only one that's. Yeah. I saw predominantly 99% of people in that co- on that thing were like, "This is disgusting. Why are you putting it up?" But you're going to retweet a beef between Meek Mill and something. You're going to. I just don't think that Shea Bar should be posted anything that's actual violence being enacted on a, another person. I also think the people involved in it shouldn't do it. I think the people in the comment section shouldn't laugh or anything yeah. like that and retter. Yeah. Because as you said, the cycle will continue. Something will happen and then everybody will hashtag be kind. Exactly. And the cycle will continue. And, and then you'll say, ah. Oh. I always say, you know what, yeah, we really live in a world where profit makes things permitted. Yep. It's profit means permission. Everything's okay if it works. And I'm just not like that. Mm. I'm not on just saying something just because it will get me engagement, but not caring about how it stains my soul. I'm just not like that. I just yeah, do, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah, be yeah. like that, bro. No, like, no, I, I can't you. I can't know that if I post something, it's gonna stoke a beef that can very much lead to death. Mm. Then watch it lead to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. report on it. Yeah. And hashtag be kind. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's 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 mad. Music Culture UK. This is Plus 4-4 from Amazon Music. So before I get into my chat with Heady One, remember to check out all of the new releases this week across the Plus 4-4 playlist on Amazon Music. Remember, as well as the main Plus 4-4 playlist, with all the hits and bangers, we also have the Plus 4-4 R&B playlist, the Plus 4-4 rap playlist and the Plus 4-4 Afro playlist. 
And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Plus44UK where you can see snippets of this podcast, catch our brand new acoustic sessions and stay up to date with all the new music releases. Stream the Plus44 playlist on Amazon Music. Hey one, how are you? Great, family, how are you? I am blessed and highly favoured. Now, it was your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you very much, man. Now, you went to a brunch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a brunch. How was, how was the brunch? It was all right, you know. I think I... Was I heard in... you turn brunch into a dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I know we had some technical difficulties. Technical I difficulties. I was late, I was late still, but my apologies, I was late. It was a bit out there as well, it was a bit um, outside London, so mm-hmm. it was just like the day was just hectic, innit? You know how birthdays get, there's yeah. a lot going on. Was the brunch your idea? It was actually my idea, and obviously the um, the, the marketing agency as mm-hmm. well. They were my close people, so we just come together with loads of different ideas together, yeah. What's, what's your vibe towards birthdays? Are you a person that's... Have you always celebrated birthdays or is that a recent thing? You know, the weirdest thing, you see my birthday, yeah, I never... I always realise it's going to be my birthday too late. Oh, yeah, just like when it comes round yeah, to so it. When, yeah, so yeah, it's like, like So when I like... It's like, I know my birthday's coming and mm-hmm. I'm not really feeling it, then like two days before my birthday, it's like, oh, shit, like... But when it comes, are you a person that... Okay, on your birthday, mm-hmm. do you get introspective? Do you, like, think over your life or is it just like, ah, oh, just... Uh, another year obviously naturally naturally you get into like a, rem- a reminiscent kind of mode but mm. obviously right now we don't really have the time to because it's mm. like there's too much going on you me? did you purposely plan the release of the tape around the time that would be your birthday no that was just organic I, yeah I feel like um, last year when I done my album I feel like I'm more I actually just I naturally land more in the winter season I've mm-hmm. never dropped a project I don't think and and the, the top half of the year for mm-hmm. some reason I don't know why whether it's just like that's the way it's just been spaced out mm-hmm. well I don't know so naturally so there's, there's no there's no like plan to when you release music you don't think oh yeah let me do something for the summer or anything like that nah not really nah 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 obviously if it's summertime and we're in a summer mm-hmm. kind of vibe then naturally we just do it kind of naturally innit now I listened to the tape so I got bare I got bare questions yeah what went into the decision of having like hardly any features you know so so man Obviously, I'm, I'm naturally when I'm making music, I'm a guy that like, I like going into things like, so even when it's, it's things should be finished and then I'll, I will make sure, I'll like, I'll be trying to finish it more, you get it? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Trying yeah, to perfect yeah. it. You revisit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, obviously I was speaking to um, my, my, my team and uh, the people that I work with close mm-hmm. musically mm-hmm. and he was just saying that, yo, like you just on your album, don't put too much pressure on it. Like I was, I was getting the features in, mm-hmm. waiting on the features, trying to sort them out. And he just said, you just on your album. Like, you ain't got to put no pressure on it, really. Mm-hmm. Just like, give the people something. It's been a while. I dropped my album a year ago. Mm-hmm. To give the people something, it's been a while. Like, just give them, like, a little perspective of what it's been like. So I just thought, yeah, let me just peel back all the features. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, naturally, when I get into my next one, yeah, then it's gonna then you're gonna go heavy. Yeah, then okay. go crazy. Yeah. When you when you when you are talking about you know you people saying don't put pressure on it. You've released the album last year and that. Yeah. What's the vibe when you release music like? How does it feel? Is there a pressure like if you release something now on the day? Is it like, are you checking? You checking social media, seeing what the buzz is mm-hmm. like, seeing what the thing is like, or do you, are you one of the people that you release and then you just go away from it? I, I like to get like a, a natural feedback of the actual music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. As long as the people are happy with the music mm-hmm. and what I've created, then mm-hmm. that puts me in a, um, like in a nice space. Though obviously all the extra stuff, like which has only been added over the years because we've been coming up and you mm-hmm. start getting to like positioning and charting mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff, that just adds to it. Innit? Mm-hmm. But obviously when you pull that all back, it's like 
when the fans are happy with the music, then it's a blessing. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like at this at this point now, mm. you've been doing music for a while. Does the feeling toward bringing out new stuff changes? Naturally, it does change because um, obviously when you reach a certain pinnacle, mm-hmm. people expect you to to always hit this pinnacle. If you know what I'm trying to yeah. say, and then you get you got added pressures from like the label and then mm-hmm. all the people, organizations working mm-hmm. around, it kind of becomes like an expectation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's good to like remove this expectation and just yeah. follow do you your, yeah, just do your thing. And do, you, and do you find that easy to do? It is hard to do. Mm. It is hard to do. It is hard to do, but obviously that's why you keep people close around and they advise you and like they, they mm-hmm. guide you and that. Yeah, man. See, you've been, you, okay, you've been more smiley lately, like yeah. and when you, when you, whether it's in interviews, videos, or anything like that, you've seemed a lot more like I don't know what the term because I don't want to. I don't want to say friendly, like yeah. he was unfriendly. But you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, is know, that yeah. something? What, like what you're smiling about? Is there a love interest in your life or something? <laughs> like that? Like, what's got you? What's got you grinning? Nah, you know, it's obviously naturally. Like, in real life, I smile a lot. But people say that yo, when I speak to my smile, but it takes me like. See, when I'm in like um, new environments and that, it takes me a while to like just get in the and yeah, uh, yeah. right energy with people you know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say so obviously when I used to do interviews at first obviously life was as, as sweet as, yeah, it, is as, sweet as it is now <laughs> <laughs> so there was way less to smile about them now. Yeah. <laughs> obviously yeah. now it's just like yeah man I don't have to come around just pushing up my face all the time just steady that's my mood isn't it yeah because I, I, I want I think that we need to see more of that because like it's like man make man don't make all of this money to be screw face all day course, man make all this money to enjoy the fruits of your labour and, and, and stuff like that because you're you're doing very different things right now like Mm. i'm seeing man put out fragrance and all of them kind of thing there like what's the mindset behind that is the mindset behind that to take things from just being a musician to a mogul like what what's the idea behind that i feel like um i don't really feel like there's a mindset behind that it's not really tactical it's just like i've done a lot of music in it i've done um a lot of projects a lot of music when i when i've done my album it's like Obviously, remember I started off the year in um in what's it called in HMP and yeah yeah and that year was just it like was a, a holiday yeah I was on a little <laughs> a little minor holiday I come out and I was just like bam bam one hit next hit obviously it was during the COVID and I was in my album mm-hmm. I was locked away doing the album so I didn't really have a a chance to stop working so it's like once I dropped the album it was just like bam it's like walking into an empty room mm-hmm. like everything's soothing down the albums out everyone's loving it it's going crazy and it's just like where do we go from here? You, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. so naturally, I'm a person that likes to work hard and record mm. a lot of music. So that's how we got into this next project. I'm trying to say we're just recording music, how I'm feeling at the time, certain topics where my mind's at. And yeah, literally, it's just like all of these stuff, just you go with the flow and see where it comes to. Hmm. Yeah, because I got to ask you about the album, because like I'm listening to the album or the tape, sorry, yeah. and I'm thinking to myself, yo. You're getting hella introspective on this. I'm hearing you really speak about how you feel about certain things. You're talking about the idea of loyalty, yeah. being too loyal for your good. Um, now, I've got bare questions about this, but yeah. So first and foremost, the first question is, are you that? Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. 
Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Introspective in real life in the sense that do you have those kinds of the things that you're saying on your album yeah. or you're on your tape do you have those kinds of conversations with people in real life not really because i'm not really a person that likes to i can't really speak about feelings and all that that's not really my style so see i feel like when i'm doing my music that's something that i try to do because i feel like when i was first doing my music coming up i'll just speak about stuff that are going on and but i don't really get underneath mm-hmm. um, the surface you know what I mean? and get more deeper into things but I think you should because if I was your brethren mm-hmm. and I was listening to that tape I'd mm-hmm. be like yo I wonder if my man feels like that about me <laughs> Am I, have I been disloyal to him like, I'm like, mm-hmm. like does he feel when he's in a room with me does he trust me like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like yeah. I feel like that's a conversation I would have to have with man because it's like yo I feel like you're spitting some real truths in that and I'm wondering if you're having these conversations in real life because what you find with a lot of artists is that they're able to bleed onto the page mm. or into the music more than they're able to speak these things in real life and yeah. the music becomes that recourse. But it's like some of them conversations, it I think need to happen in real life. Definitely. Because definitely. you were spit, as I said, I listened to it and I listened in depth, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, even with um, the song Cry, yeah. like what made you want to make that the song that you like? would perform in the single or whatever and what made you choose that beat? Um, you know, so man, um, when I was doing this project, I said all the songs, I had a lot of songs that I just had, I had so much music I was recording after the album car. It's been a year and obviously I was chatting to the team. They was really, they're really digging the song. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go in mm-hmm. for me. I just had a whole load of music, different genres, just like a whole folder and then just thought, just let the team us together just decided let's just push this one they felt like it was a good vibe the production was sick yeah you can see and then, yeah man just went with the vibe store one of the things that you said on it that i thought was interesting you're know, talking about being so loyal that you've even backed stuff that it weren't your thing yeah yeah you get what i'm saying when you when you think about that because one of the my biggest fears is hearing an artist almost speak about what could be his pitfalls later yeah in your life do you feel like you're making adjustments to avoid that ever being a problem later on? Do you feel like you're making a change or or trans or have you have you already made it or are you, are you in the process of making it or have you not? I feel like um, that's like the concept of the whole project. It's, it's almost like a battle between trying to find a balance between when to tip over which side of the line, if you know what I'm trying to say. Because naturally, when you're a person that cares for your people's mm-hmm. You look after your people and that and you want to, and like you got a, a given a given person a given personality mm-hmm. it's like you always tend to mm-hmm. lose judgment mm-hmm. when things are happening in regards to when to do and when not to do if you know what I'm yeah. saying so, it's like you know more now than you did back then definitely but the success is what caused you to open your mind up to a whole new world mm-hmm. some people their minds ain't opened yet mm-hmm. so they're they're still thinking like before because yeah, yeah. it's like right now you're the bag yeah. like this the, the, the empire 
is on your shoulders. Yeah. So even though, because I know most people from the hood, it's like you have a personality where it's almost like you almost care about the protection of others and you care about the protection of yourself. Yeah. You get I me? Mean? You, you, you care for your people more than you, and you almost put yourself on the train tracks to protect others and mm. to care for others. But then you now have to remember that by protecting yourself, by covering yourself, by making sure you're good, not only physically, but mentally, mm. you're protecting everybody because everything crumbles if you, if you get what I'm saying? And, and I'm hearing that on the tape. And I think th those are quite complex concepts to be talking about. Um, it, um, in the booth and in the studio and stuff like that. So it, it was very, what's the word that I would want to use? It was refreshing to hear. Yeah. It was refreshing to hear you you come from that perspective and that angle on it. Now, on the tape, you said that you would, um, you wish you could make more happy music like Craig David. Yeah. You know what I mean? But obviously, <laughs> <laughs> obviously you're dealing with real life things and that. But bro, I want to hear more of that from you, bro, because like, I'll tell you the truth. I bang princess cuts yeah. all the time, bro. Yeah. Like my, my favorite part, rarely is my favorite part of a tune, not the chorus, but the verse. Yeah. My young boy has got the sticks like Moses <laughs> with the Israel. Like, I love that, bro. Come you on, get what I'm saying? Come even on. though that's, yeah. But I still, I still love that, even though that you wouldn't consider that happy lyrics, but it, mm. it's a vibe, you get what I'm saying? So yeah. do you feel like you, over time, you will transition into more like tunes that are more like on the happier side of things? Depends on how life goes, really. <laughs> I just, I told the, the truth in it. I yeah, tell yeah. the story of what's happening and, yeah. and whatever mood I'm in, that's what will display my music. Yeah. When you're in the studio, yeah, um, are the man them there with you? Yeah, the man I'm there for. When you have to boss a note, is that, is, are you kind of, at <laughs> first, was that, was that, was that like anxiety, a little bit nervousness, or was it just like calm? Well, man, when, I, when, I, when I first started doing a little bit of melodies here and there in the beginning, yeah, Obviously, I started from quite early. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's where I kind of cut through because when I was done, done my first project, I had melodies in there, so mm. people was used to it quite early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's always a little moment when you're warming up in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just but like... Right, little one cup of Hennessy and <laughs> you're getting our mode. You're getting our mode still. All right, what can we expect from you in the future? Um, can expect more brilliant music. I'm going to just like take a moment to just have a chill, mm -hmm. relax. Been on holiday? I need a holiday. <laughs> I, yeah, I, heard you say on the, I heard you say on it like you just came back from holiday and you need a holiday. Yeah, man, it's crazy. <laughs> I came, I landed and I felt like I need to go on holiday. I might as well just have gone straight to the departures. But um, yeah, man, just live life and just experience more things and we go again real soon. Hey. Stream the Plus 4-4 playlist on Amazon Music. Amazon Music. That has been the Plus 4-4 four four podcast with me, Sideman. And me, ZZ Mills. Peace. Music Culture UK. This is Plus 4-4 four four from Amazon Music. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels. A symphony of just three simple ingredients. Popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.